0: to the Church in God of the Podcast, and we are back this week. I am your host, Jedediah, and my co-host, Newton. So yeah, this week we will be looking at the gospel changes everything. It is a common saying that we have picked up over our study of the gospel and over our training in specific areas, realizing that the gospel has implications. And the gospel, Mm -hmm. what? Changes everything. everything. And so... Our first look into what the gospel is, we are going to be looking at what the gospel is not. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be running through a couple of points of what the gospel is not, just looking at our context, looking at what people have said over the years and looking at what like the common misconceptions about the gospel are. Mm. And so we're going to start by actually just saying a simple line, the gospel is not Repent and believe. Newton, Mm -hmm. what is that all about?
1: (laughs) Yeah, many times uh, somebody will say that uh, the gospel is uh, repent and believe. I do not believe that is the gospel, but we'll talk about that, uh, I believe, later on, because that actually is the response to the gospel. So the response to the gospel is not the gospel itself. And also, sometimes you hear somebody say, "You need to, you need to start going to uh church." Just because somebody is going to church does not necessarily means uh, they understand uh, the gospel. And uh, yeah, what are some of the things, Jed, you have heard yourself that are not the gospel? You know, another thing I've heard is uh, somebody will actually uh, say, "You know." I didn't have a job, (laughs) things were tough, but I went to the church, so the man of God prayed for me, Mm -hmm. and now I'm I'm going to this church.
0: I think for me, that what I've heard about um, the gospel, like one of the common misconceptions I hear about the gospel is the testimony of faith. And so a lot of people would explain how they got saved and expect someone else to get saved, and then... Scripturally speaking, that is not the gospel. That is a testimony of faith. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a story. Yes. It has no saving power. It has a motivational power, maybe mm-hmm. inspirational power, but it does not save. Yeah. Um, another one I, I love the most is, and this is, I mean, mostly because of church tradition. Mm-hmm. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Savior. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of connotations of the power of me. Yes. In inducing Christ to come into me, mm-hmm. become my Lord and my savior. Yes. And that is a great misconception because salvation is the work of God. It's not the work of my acceptance. Yes, yes. my acceptance plays a part, mm-hmm. but it is a very minimal part. And so another one I hear is this one is this one is very interesting because even as a country hooded, uh-huh. you need to fear God. Mm-hmm. And So you have God fearing nation thrown in there, Christian nation <laughs> Yes. In there, and so these misconceptions lead a lot of people to start thinking. Well, I think, I think maybe I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. right? Be- because I I heard the gospel, and the gospel has never been any of of these things we're talking about. The gospel is something different. Yes, the gospel is not man driven, is not man centered, is not man created. A lot of our thinking about the gospel actually would lead us to condemnation and not salvation Mm. what 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 would you say is probably the most dangerous one of all these myths that's a very good
1: but difficult (laughs) question i think all of these in and of themselves uh they pose some danger Mm. but again also to just be clear Somebody could be uh, saying, "I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior," or could be saying any of those things we have said. They could be a believer. Sure. They could be a genuine Christian. But I think what we're trying to just uh, uh, do is to make the gospel clear. Mm. So yeah, but lack of clarity poses a lot of uh, uh, danger. So we are hoping that uh, we can be able to clarify as exactly what is the gospel, because there is eternity at our stake. Because mm-hmm. if we get the gospel wrong, then pretty much I don't think you can be saved if you get a gospel wrong, you know?
0: And I think at the heart of it is we are looking at the gospel changing everything. Yes, And I think the connotations of that is not simply saying the true gospel changes everything. Mm -hmm. But even a false gospel changes everything. It does. It Mm -hmm. changes how you view your stance in God. Mm -hmm. It changes the function of the church. It changes your perspective over sin. And so the danger is that if you get the gospel wrong, that changes everything. It sure does. But we've we've talked much about these myths, and we haven't gone into uh, the heart of them or or the detail of them. Mm -hmm. But I would love our book discussion to rest on then, Mm -hmm. what is the gospel? What is the The gospel?
1: gospel. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, so let's jump into what is the The gospel. gospel. Because the word gospel occurs so often in the new testament and it is clearly a summary term for the basic core of what christianity is all about mm. now the question is what is that core the yeah first of all the gospel is news not instruction wow it is news in fact uh, the greek term gospel evangelion was actually uh, used to distinguish the christian message from that of other religions. Mm. So an evangel was news of the great historical event that changed the listener's condition. Mm. And it required a response. That's also important because we mentioned yeah. about uh, some to do the response of the gospel not being the gospel itself, right? Yeah. So the good news was uh, actually like a victory could be a victory in war or the ascension of the king. Maybe the nation did not have a king. Mm -hmm. And then at the announcement that there is a new king, that was actually good news. But what we're talking about here uh, is the gospel. It's simply this. The gospel is news of what God has done to accomplish salvation through Jesus Christ. And again, it's not advice
0: about what we must do to reach God. That's important because as you you made a clear distinction it is the good news of what god has accomplished accomplished yes not necessarily it is the good news about what god has done on you when Mm -hmm. you were in the bus Mm -hmm. or what god has done about your job yes it is about what god has what Accomplished. accomplished yes
1: and we don't we don't do anything to achieve this salvation mm. we only accept so that's the first thing but there's the second thing okay the gospel is about grace not about merits yes. so the gospel is i'm accepted through christ alone why do we think we need to uh clarify this because many times People think I need to do ABC for me to be accepted by God. Mm -hmm. But again, that is you being your own own savior. But the the gospel is I am accepted through Christ, therefore I obey, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But we need to distinguish this with religion because many times we confuse religion with uh, the gospel. Religion is I obey, therefore I am accepted. But the gospel differs from both. Religion and irreligion, yeah, right? Mm, irreligion. You can seek to be your own Lord and Savior by breaking the law of God. So when you're breaking the law of God, in other words, you are the, you are on your throne. Mm. But you can also actually <laughs> uh, do so by keeping the law in order to end your salvation. And that's legalism, isn't it? That's exactly. That is uh, legalism. So sometimes people think that uh, I need to do ABC. to to be accepted, right? Mm. But the point is that uh, the gospel is about grace.
0: So maybe that is something we need to explore. I mean, what is grace, Jede? Grace grace is an merited favor. I, f- I find that the easiest way to just explain it. Yes. Uh, grace is God showing his love, kindness, and mercy to us, not on the basis of anything we have done, mm-hmm. but on the basis of his own goodness. Yeah. And so grace is extended to one or people. Mm-hmm. But grace is also extended to the elect. Yeah. And by that, we're going to expand that a bit more but the reality of it is, grace is God showing us mercy, love, and goodness and kindness, yes. not on the basis of anything we have done or could have ever done. And we we see that in Ephesians chapter two. Yes. I think Newton is going there as well. Mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter two, verses verses eight, I believe. Yeah,
1: it says, "For by grace you have been saved through faith." And this is not your own doing. In other words, this is not religion. Yeah, it's not. It is the gift of God. So if it is a gift,
0: it's free. It's free. What do you do the gift? You, you simply receive it. You just receive it. Wow. And this the, is what the argument that Paul is saying in Romans. Because if, if it is not, if you have to work for it, then it is not a gift. Mm-hmm. It is wedges. Wedges. And what does the Bible say are the wedges of our sin? Death. Therefore... Salvation should be free. Free, yes. Because if we worked for it, we would never get it. Mm -hmm. And and that's the point of the gospel. And then exemplifying the reality of God's grace to save Mm -hmm. men. Is this why it's called good news? It is. Wow. But why do they call it good news? Why do they call it good news? Because I think if there's good news, there probably is bad news. I believe there is bad news. Because you know
1: what Ephesians says? Mm -hmm. This is how... We were described. Mm, Ephesians chapter. Eight. And you, plural, you were dead. Dead means what? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Mm. I've always found this uh, helpful that dead people, how many things can a dead person do?
0: Uh, apart from being dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not, nothing <laughs> nothing so if someone is dead and then we are announcing this good news that hey rise rise mm. will they rise i'm not apart from themselves they're no dead. they won't they're dead because dead, mm. dead people don't do anything they, don't. they need help so will this help from be coming from within or from without i think it should come from without from without right mm. so god has to first and foremost Let's see how he puts it. Mm. Ephesians uh, 2, verse 4. But God, but, this is a huge contrast, right? Mm. We're dead. dead. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By what? Grace. You've been saved. Mm. Wow. So, again, the gospel is about grace, and it is good news because of the bad news. Mm-hmm. So we need to appreciate that uh, there isn't anything we can do because we are dead. Yeah. So, Jed, I think this answers what uh, some of the misconceptions we have. So sometimes people think actually they can somehow uh, uh, add something to their yeah, salvations, awesome. maybe contribute something. But from what we are seeing, what's our contribution to this uh, uh, salvation? Sin. Sin. That, that's that's that's, only, that's
0: all. And that's not something we're proud of. Wow. That's the only contribution we have <laughs> our salvation is, is sin. Wow. Sadly enough, it is it is the state of all men, mm-hmm. you know, before salvation. For all men have sinned mm. and fallen short of the glory of God. And wow. then there is none righteous, not mm. some. there is none trust, Not 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 one. None means none, right? There's no one. Righteous, for all like sheep have gone astray, wow, and that's 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 our state mm, before mm. we receive and accept the free gift offered wow that's that's where we are, and that's why the gospel is good news because there is no one righteous mm. wow, and hence the question often people would ask, and mm-hmm. I think this this is a more touchy subject, and I think a lot of people are justifiably so concerned about it, is hell part of the gospel? I
1: would say, yes, in a sense that we, there is uh, a sense that we are rescued mm. from actually God's wrath. Mm. So I would say, yes, in a sense that uh, God actually uh,
0: spares us from hell. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very important because. Another misconception about the gospel and being saved is that God is saving us from the devil. Mm. No, that's not true. God is not saving us from from the devil. He is, and in an interesting, yet shocking, but also beautiful way, God is saving us from His wrath. From, yeah, from Himself, from His wrath. And that's just wrath. That that's what the gospel is. The gospel mm-hmm. is saying God is not saving you from the devil. The the devil and God are not in the same pile power. Mm The devil is a created creature, created by God. Yes. You know what I've heard? Even the devil
1: is a ghost devil. (laughs) Is that Spurgeon?
0: I'm
1: not sure. Maybe it was.
0: But I think that's Spurgeon's Spurgeon (laughs) thing. Sounds a bit uh, odd, doesn't it? It Sounds a bit odd. And that's what the gospel is. The gospel is God saving us from himself. And this is strange. To himself. To himself, yeah. You know, the, the gospel does not mean God saves you to your church. No. It doesn't serve you save you to to your clique, no it doesn't save you to your clan, no to your family genetics and no. generation you don't you're not saved to your family's mm. church, mm-hmm. you're not saved to a movement, no, you are saved to God. God, and that's what the gospel is, yes, and so even mm-hmm. as the church in galliver, even if we preach the gospel at the loudest, if people are not coming to our church, we're not sad because exactly. God is saving them to himself yes mm-hmm. and so another interesting thought on the gospel is and i think uh, we'll have a little bit of nuance to this and maybe you we can explore it a bit more uh-huh. today mm-hmm. where does the gospel's function end and by that i mean you have conversation with people and often they'd say like oh yeah you know i heard the gospel and i got saved and now i'm moving on to different things mm. You know. Wait how how do we view that how how do we understand the idea that people often would say ah i got saved mm-hmm. and you know i heard the gospel mm-hmm. uh, but now i'm going on to you know other 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 deeper parts of theology mm. is there a part in the life of a christian where the gospel is no longer relevant i don't believe so i think
1: i believe we are served by the gospel mm-hmm. and would never graduate from the gospel. Wow. And I uh, heard from uh, Tim Keller. Is it okay to quote Tim Keller? I
0: think it's all right. I
1: think Tim is a Christian. Is it right? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what he says. He says, the gospel is not just the minimum required doctrine necessary to enter the kingdom, mm. but the way we make all progress in the kingdom.
0: Mm.
1: We are not justified by the gospel and then sanctified by obedience. But the gospel is the way we grow and are renewed. It is the solution to each problem. The key to each closed door, the power through every barrier. Oh. So. That's a mouthful. We begin the Christian life with the gospel. We continue with the gospel.
0: Hmm.
1: And we end with the gospel. So this truly, J.D., I think this is good news.
0: Yeah, that's good news. It's it's very interesting how you use the word, we never graduate from the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think sometimes in our, in our Christian walk, um, people start to think they you know, have to be like levels. Yeah. <laughs> level, yeah. <laughs> so level one was probably the gospel. Uh-huh. I don't know what level two is because I don't think I've graduated just yet. But people start to think of Christianity in this graduation level. Uh-huh. I graduated from the gospel now I'm onto spiritual gifts, which yeah. is something we're gonna talk about on the podcast. You yes. no don't need to go into it today. Mm-hmm. And some people would say, Oh now I graduated onto different things. Yes. Maybe I'm graduating maybe onto the end times. <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. it's, it's it, it sounds funny to us now, but we're missing the point. Mm-hmm. We're missing the point that the gospel is changing everything. It's changing even how you view those spiritual gifts. Yes. It's changing how you view the end times. Mm-hmm. And the basis of our confession, the basis of our living is not the things we get after the gospel. Mm-hmm. It's the things we get because of, of the gospel. hmm And I think that's an important distinction for us to look into. Yeah. And so as as we come to we come to like a little conclusion here. Uh, but we'll extend our discussion a bit more. You can comment. You can call us. We, you can you can text us. We're on Facebook. You can text the church in Gulliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can text Reformation Bible Church on Facebook. Uh, soon we'll have our Twitter page going on. But your feedback is very important. Uh, so Newton, what would you leave somebody with about the gospel?
1: I'll say the gospel is what God has done, and we need to just uh, resist. That which is uh, uh, common with every human heart, whereby we think it is actually something we need to do. But the gospel actually begins with what God, not what
0: God is doing, but God has already done. That's pivotal. Not what God is doing, but what God has done. So thank you for showing up. It's goodbye. Until next time, God bless.